Edge Radio is pumped for this November 15th, 2013 edition. This episode, number 172, is brought to you by MegaWare KeelGuard. KeelGuard is the first do-it-yourself keel protector and makers of the FlexStep. Be sure to like KeelGuard's fan page on Facebook and check out their entire line of products at KeelGuard.com. Hey there, Bass Edge Nation. Let's be sure you tell all of your angling friends about Bass Edge Radio. And remember, we're accessible from iTunes or through our website at BassEdge.com. Aaron, we've got something extremely special to chat about today in our Lucas Oil Spotlight segment. Folks, you're not going to want to miss this. Kurt, we are always trying to take everyone's fishing to the edge, and all I can say, everyone had best hang on. So let's get right to it. You're listening to Bass Edge Radio. You know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything other than the toughest keel protector for your boat? Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our patented technology. KeelGuard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the most dependable, most trusted keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. KeelGuard keel protectors. Bass Edge Radio. Commence broadcast in three, two, one. You're listening to The Edge. Everything bass fishing from the Bass Edge Studios. High above Table Rock Lake in the Missouri Ozarks. We spend a lot of time on Bass Edge just reflecting or discussing with kind of our key anglers about how they fish a particular bait, how to approach a body of water. And I am really looking forward to today's episode because we're getting more into kind of the information in advance before you hit the water that really places most anglers at an advantage over their counterparts or their competitors. You're exactly right. There's no question. The more information we can gather, the more understanding we have about a particular venue or pattern, seasonal patterns, potential baits that might work. We're more prepared when we hit the water and hopefully have more success. This time of year, you know, sometimes you get those 30-mile-an-hour winds blowing in from the north, and you don't really want to be out on the water. So, you know, I'll take a day off and look for these types of things through the Internet or, you know, other outlets or reading articles and, and listening to Bass Edge podcasts of the past so that I can utilize some of these information techniques to improve my angling skill. Bring up a good point there, talking about off-season prep or preparing for 2014. You know, as we look at our calendars, if we know when our vacation time is, when we're going on these fishing trips, or when we have a tournament schedule, what better time to do that than in the warmth of your home during the off-season when perhaps there's ice on the lake or an ice out or it's too cold to actually get out there? Prepare in advance. And, of course, you know, we're talking about none other than Jay Kumar. Yeah, Jay's got a really neat program that we're going to be able to talk to him about about today to really get the initial introduction to our Bass Edge listeners about this type of program and about this type of information that's out there, accessible, and able for all of us to take advantage of. Well, Kurt, you know me. I am kind of ate up with the analytics and the information of bass fishing, but rather than sit here and have you and I talk about it, looks like Jay's on the line. Let's get right to the interview. Jay Kumar with Bass Gold. At Legend Boats, we have one agenda, to build the finest bass boat on the water. It's our passion. Our hand-laid hulls and zero-tolerance stringer and transom system give you a smooth, dry ride, even in the rough stuff. 
The Alpha 211 with its massive fishing platform. The Alpha 199, fast and stable. And coming soon, the Alpha 191, a 19-footer with a style, attitude, and a price value all its own. Legend Boats, catch the wave, ride with a legend. More Bass Edge in 30 seconds. First by land and now by sea. For years, Lucas Oil has been a staple in high-performance vehicles on both the road and track. Now, from the makers of Lucas Oil comes Lucas Marine Products, specifically engineered for marine applications. Protect and lubricate your marine inboard, outboard, or high-performance boat with Lucas Marine Engine Oil or Lucas Synthetic-Based Oil. Learn more about the complete line of Lucas Oil and marine products. Visit lucasoil.com. This is the Caden Baby, Cliff Coolsey, and you're tuned in to Curtin Aaron on Bass Edge Radio. Our special guest today in the Lucas Oil Spotlight is a staple behind the scenes in bass fishing industry and one I would consider as a pioneer in some aspects of our sport. He was co-host of the once popular ESPN2 program Loudmouth Bass and was actually the original creator of bass fishing's number one independent media website, BassFan.com. Bass Edge Radio welcomes Jay Kumar to our program. Jay, thanks for hanging out with us today. Awesome to be here, fellas. Thanks a bunch. Well, Jay, you know, I can remember growing up in the sport of kind of participating in all the things that Kurt just mentioned, and it's great to have you on the show. There is no doubt you really are such a creative mind in the sport of bass fishing. What kind of platforms really do you have going on right now that our listeners need to be aware of? Well, listen, I appreciate that. It's flattering and embarrassing. You know, the things that I am interested in doing are things that nobody else is doing or has done or anything like that because what's the point? And uh, after doing Bass Fan and all that other stuff, it just didn't seem like it was worth doing another one. So what we have going right now are two things, more coming. But right now we have the Bass Blaster email newsletter, which comes out three times a week and is building a really rabid, fun audience of uh, bass fishing knuckleheads like me and like you guys. And then we have the Bass Gold Pattern Tool, which is so brand new and so effective. It's almost like when Depth Finders first came out. People really have to kind of get their minds around that. It's kind of a 20,000-foot level description of it, but there you go. Yeah, Jay, sometimes that's the challenge with these creative things that, uh, you know, you really have to introduce it to people and really nail it down for them so they understand how uh, effective some of these things can be. But, you know, I get your Bass Blaster, and uh, for Bass Edge listeners, this is a really neat newsletter will obviously provide some information about how you can get it later but you talk about some not just general fishing education and as far as how to throw a crankbait and that kind of stuff but jay you really have some neat interesting pictures and topics what are some of the topics that you've kind of reported on over the last couple of weeks just to give our listeners a little glimpse into the bass blaster wow well it's not typical so i can't say well you know so-and-so tournament trail did this and we reported on that and what it is really the bass blaster is is things that I think are interesting, funny, weird, different, and what I think, you know, because I'm a bass fisherman, I think other bass fishermen would too. So that's everything from, you know, bizarre photos to cool pics of 
huge bass to um, interesting quotes. It could be a particularly big limit caught at some tournament. One item we had was, you know, two guys over 70 winning a tournament in California. I mean, it's like all the best stuff taken from Bassmaster.com and Bass Fan and elsewhere, and then a healthy dose of just strange things along with our daily uh, fishing tip, daily quote, and shot of the day. It's a lot of fun. It reads fast and very visual. People love it. Aaron, I got to say, you know, I know that you get the Bass Blaster too, and did you happen to see the latest uh, couple ones? I saw this huge snapping turtle that a guide over on Lake Fort caught. He had this thing up on the deck of his boat. I couldn't believe he even grabbed the thing. It was almost like it, it reminded me going back to, you know, some of those old Bass Edge episodes and when Mike Webb caught that giant spoonbill. But those are the kind of things that you see on Blaster, and they're some of the most interesting little quirky topics you could ever think of. They are. And, you know, Jay, you've always had an art. And I think when I look at our sports, so much of it is, and I know we've all had this conversation before, but so much of it is either vanity or advertorially. And, Jay, you know, I'll say this while I've got you on here because I'd rather talk it to your face versus behind your back. But you have a true art of journalistically reporting kind of on the peripheral of the sport. And, yes, here on Bass Edge, we dive off into the education and, you know, how to throw a crankbait or a spinnerbait or do this or do that and become very technique-focused. But the other thing is there's a huge market out there because, as you called us, bass knuckleheads like everything there is to like about the sport. A lot of times that stuff, you know, really kind of gets us a chuckle or maybe causes us to think a little bit in the way of conservation or how to grow the future of our sport, things like that. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I don't think bass fishermen need another chat room. They don't need another bass fan or wired to fish or whatever. They need something else that will make them involved in their sport in an easy way. And when it comes to, you know, you can call it journalism. I don't know what to call it, honestly. Communication or whatever. I mean, my thing is that I would like people to take in information without realizing that they're doing it, whether it's reading or video or looking at photos. I mean, if people have to work hard to get the information, whether that's watching a video for five minutes longer than they want to or reading something for longer than they need to, I mean, uh, I want to stop that and really move people along in the sport enjoyably without them sort of realizing it. So that's kind of what I like to do. I'm on your team with that because time, it's a rare commodity and it's um, something that I think all of us in our sport, the more time we have, the more we're able to do what we love. So the quicker that we can get that information and kind of turn that into something that we can use and digest all the better. But I'm really interested in this online fishing patterns platform that you have with Bass Gold. Yeah, Aaron, let me jump in here real quick. You know, one neat thing about this Bass Gold, I had heard about it, but uh, really a light bulb came on for me last May. And I think it's really cool that we can bring this to the Bass Edge listeners because I've had some personal experience with this particular product. Unfortunately, I didn't use it probably the way it should have been used. But now, you know, I know more. And coming into next year in 2014, I'm definitely going to be able to use this product to my advantage, not just in tournament fishing, but when I just go out and hit the lake in general. But let me give a quick experience to the listeners that I had back in May at Logan Martin, and it was actually at a tournament at the Southern Open. I went out and practiced, found some fish, and was ready and hyped for the tournament. And while I was in my hotel room prior to the first night of the event, I was just reading through Bassmaster.com, and I saw this article on Bass Gold, and it talked about patterns for the lake. And oddly enough, it almost detailed some of the exact patterns that I found on my own throughout the practice. And it just goes to show, as you said, time is such a commodity. This 
is a program and a pattern, you know, really forecast that we can utilize online before we go to the lakes and have a good idea or set you in a direction of an idea of how you need to fish a particular lake. Jay, how is all this information really come together as far as the platform that you have in, in Bass Gold? Well, you know, in brief, what we did was we took every reported pattern and reported means, you know, written down or typed up or appeared in a magazine from, you know, the first reported one in 1967, Bassmaster Magazine, all the way up through now. And, uh, you know, ever since probably 2000 and, let's say, five, you know, the number of patterns reported on the Internet has really exploded. So we've taken all of that and we've turned it into data. So this data is not, you know, people like to call it statistics. It's not statistics. Statistics is, you know, who finished where in a tournament and what did they catch? How many fish did they have? This is data, meaning if a guy caught a fish fishing main lake points with a Carolina rig and a uh, brush hog at the end, uh, whatever lure he was using, we parse those things out, turn that into data across thousands of tournaments and hundreds of lakes and uh, rivers around the country. And once you have that in data form, then you can search it and you can find trends and things that have worked better and things that haven't. So that's where the power comes in. What you have is decades of data covering all kinds of different weather conditions and pattern information that is from some of the best fishermen in the country on those particular lakes, whether they're elite fishermen like you, Kurt, or just uh, local sticks who may not fish more than one or two lakes, but they win a lot or they finish high a lot. And when you have that information, it's extremely powerful. Not only that, real quick, we classify each lake or river by water type. So there are only five water types, upland reservoir, lowland reservoir, riverine reservoir, which is like a lock dam river or a real skinny river-like reservoir, tidal, and then natural lake and river. And once you do that, then you can apply what these fishermen have done on, let's say, Table Rock to another upland reservoir many states away because each one of those bodies of water that's the same type will fish remarkably similarly. And this is all stuff we all knew before GPS units and fish finders and all that before, you know, digital fishing, if you will, or video game fishing. People have lost that knowledge and it's hurt them. But uh, Bass Gold is bringing that back for those who really want to invest the time and learn. You know, that's the key thing. Well, Jay, you know, Kurt and I leading up to kind of before you came on was talking about really the science and quite honestly, empirical data. And that's exactly what you are alluding to here. Data, knowledge is power in and of itself. You still have to take action. You still have to use that to our benefit while on the water. But to me, what you're explaining sounds like just a daunting task to go through all of this data and all of this information. Thankfully, you've done that for us. But how in the world did you even come to gaining access to this? Is it just sitting down on the computer and sitting down with old copies of Bassmaster magazine and, and entering all of this in? How in the world did you come up with this? I don't know, man. I blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, in a nutshell, yeah, that's what we did. You know, and it's ongoing. Honestly, it's not quick, but it is powerful. It is great information, and you can call it, you know, whatever jargon, buzzword you want, crowdsourcing or whatever. You know, we're taking information from all over. But think about it, man. I mean, the most powerful 
thing that we have in bass fishing is what's inside everybody's brain. You know, they figured these fish out on this body of water on this day. Why can't we capture that? So instead of going, well, you know, it's post front, you need to do this, you need to do that, just based on some generalities. Now we have actually what has worked, not just to catch fish, but what has worked to win tournaments during these conditions on this lake. I mean, that is extremely powerful information. And honestly, we have barely scratched the surface, even with 5,000 plus patterns and a very powerful tool. Now, just think of every bass fisherman in the United States entered one pattern for whatever lake they fished. You know, and we go from 5,000 to, you know, X million number of patterns, and the tool would be exponentially better. So it works great. It's amazing. It's predicted classics, etc. But just think five, ten years from now what this thing is going to be like. Well, and I can't help but think about, you know, even though we're talking about this in the infancy stages and it's just coming together, you know, the next wave, and of course I'm putting the cart before the horse here, could be of how to take that data and make sure that we're reacting psychologically to make those decisions that need to be. And, you know, kind of taking it a step further. It's kind of like how deep down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Yeah, you know, and that's a key point, Aaron, because what I found doing Bass Gold now for a couple of years is that there are, you know, for every Kurt, Dove, or even Kevin Van Dam, you know, who also uses Bass Gold, I found out recently, because these guys want to find out. You know, they will apply themselves. It's almost like they're the A students in school. They want to learn the stuff. They want to do well at it. For every one of those guys, there are 10 guys who just want to click around and get the absolute answer. They think, well, if I press two buttons, it's going to tell me exactly where to go and exactly what to put on the end of my line and exactly what depth to throw it at. And you know what? That may be possible in the future, but that ain't fishing. That's something else entirely. And uh, I think that people need to realize that fishing does require application. You know, you need to take knowledge and apply it to your experience, to your fishing style, to your lake, to those weather conditions. It's not going to be kind of just a plug-and-play type deal. Hey, Jay, you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners at this point are saying, wait, 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 let, let me just rewind this podcast just a bit here so I can really grasp exactly what's going on. That's how cutting-edge this really is. But We've got to take a short break, so we'll give those people some time to, to rewind a little bit and, and continue to grasp what Bass Gold and, and, of course, the Bass Blaster is all about. But we're going to continue this conversation when we return. Bass Edge Radio, we'll be right back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Whether you're on the road, on the water, or in your backyard, there's a super start battery when you need one at O'Reilly Auto Parts. From car batteries to batteries for your lawnmower or boat, every super start battery comes with a nationwide replacement warranty. Starting power, starting performance, and starting reliability, super start batteries available exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to Bass Edge Radio with Aaron Martin and Kurt Dove. Bass Edge has returned as we continue an interesting discussion with Bass Gold creator Jay Kumar and our Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight. Lucas Oil High Performance Marine Products. From real oils to two-cycle outboard oil that surpasses all manufacturers' requirements, visit them at lucasoil.com. It 
works. Guys, you know, as we were away in the break, I'm just sitting here thinking some of the ways that I'll be able to continue to use Bass Gold in the future. And, and one of those is, let's say I'm going on vacation and I'm headed to East Texas and I'm going to Toledo Bend. You know, this is a great resource where I can just click online, go to Bass Gold and find out what kind of patterns that potentially will be working when I go to some of these different lakes. And it's going to really, we, Aaron, we talk all the time about cutting our time, you know, whether it's learning our electronics a lot better or, uh, you know, understanding different patterns and, and what's going on, you know, potentially in a time of year. And this is just another resource for us to tap into our computer before we hit the lake to be able to create an easier way for us to have success when we have a short time out on the water. I'm really excited about that. So, Jay, let's take a quick look at a couple of lakes that BassGold.com has that we should be looking at for these late fall patterns. What kind of lakes can we look at today? Let's take a look at Table Rock. Table Rock's a well-known lake in Missouri. It's um, fished quite a lot year-round, has some good pattern information reported associated with those tournaments. So if you do what's called a pattern report for Table Rock for the month of November, or you know, depending on how you want to see the data, you could do it for November, you could do it for October, November, you could do it for October through December, that kind of thing. What you'll see is um, different graphs and that might sound like too math, but, you know, they're bar graphs, so they're easy to read. And what they show you is the amount of time in percentage points a particular area, habitat, and bait has produced. So if we look at Table Rock for this time of year, we're going to see spinner baits account for 42% of wins and high finishes. So that's a big number, and it does show wins and high finishes differently because often winners do stuff differently than the high finishers. Jigs are half as effective at 21% of wins and high finishes, and crankbaits are third most effective at 12%. Then if you click over to the what we call macro factors, or generally where on the lake, you see that shoreline accounts for most high finishes, about half. Main lake offshore is about a third as effective as that, and then other areas like points, pockets, secondary points, upriver, tied for third. And so what you can do then, as you know, Kurt, is you have these things. So if you see spinnerbait and you see shoreline and you know what you're going to do at that point, or maybe you see jig and you see shoreline or you see jig and you see main lake offshore for some reason, you can go a little bit deep jigging, maybe around brush or whatever. And these things will allow you to cut down your fishing time or practice time by eliminating 90% of the water or all the prospecting that in a typical fishing situation you would do and spend a lot of time doing. Well, let me throw this out there, guys. I mean, because obviously I've I've spent an hour or a thousand on Table Rock Lake. But <laughs> How about 10,000? Yeah. So, so, you know, let me translate that into, Jay, and, and see if I'm correct. I, I mean, even having as much experience as what I have on Table Rock, but hearing what you just said right there, we spent a lot of time talking about highland reservoirs and specifically Table Rock, in this case, of needing to go offshore and the drop shot and fishing, but that right there tells me the data is showing that bass are chasing shad, they're relating to a moving bait, they're probably higher in the water column, they're not feeding as much on bottom, and they're not keying as much on crayfish, and you better be focused around some sort of shoreline structure being out fishing over submerged trees or, or things like that. I mean, that is very, very powerful to me. Am I correct on that? Well, yes, because you know the lake, and that's the point I was making before, which is you need to apply what you know to what you see. Whereas before, it was just what you knew. You were going 
based on your own experience and maybe you'll troll around the internet looking for a little this or a little that but now we have solid data because and it's solid because data doesn't lie it's not what might work or should work or doc talk or whatever it's what actually has worked so you can take your knowledge of that lake or something else. I mean, if it was me having fished Table Rock, I think maybe twice in my life, and fish, I put uh, that's loosely because I'm a media guy and usually I'm watching people. Fish, but, <laughs> and, and that's not too fun a lot of the times, I have to tell you. No, it's good. But, you know, what I see is, okay, I'm not a spinnerbait guy. And I see that it's working and maybe I'm going to make myself fish that, but I'm going to try something else that is spinnerbait-like, whether it's a swim bait, even a crankbait, maybe a swim jig, something that will give me that same thing, and I will bang around the shore. Even though I haven't fished that lake really hardly at all, I'm going to expect to catch fish because I know it'll work. So I'm not like looking at, I don't know how many thousands of acres Table Rock is standing on the shore. 44,000. 44,000. Right. So now I've narrowed that down to what? You know, whatever the shoreline acreage is or maybe pieces of the shoreline, you know, that have docks or structure or whatever. It's huge. You know, even when we're just speaking about a couple of these data points that show what tends to work there very successfully, you know, I start breaking it down. I see the spinner baits and I think, man, you know, if it's windy, I need to get out there and move. You know, like Aaron was talking about, the bait is probably high and I need to utilize this data that's been provided for me and then take it to a particular condition. You know, if it's slick flat out, you know, maybe then I want to go to the jig or maybe I need to concentrate more on a deeper diving crankbait or something of that nature. But I want to utilize this data that's there over time that I know is going to be productive because it's supply through Bass Gold and then apply it to a particular condition. So it's not exactly always just throw a spinnerbait or just throw a particular lure, but then utilizing that data to apply it to the particular condition of existence when you're on the water. If I could, fellas, talk real quick about that phrase you use, Kurt, over time, we found that some guys, they click on Bass Gold or join as a member and they, they want to see how a tournament was won last week or whatever on a particular lake. Now, first of all, we can't necessarily get all that pattern info, but aside from that, the thing that makes Bass Gold so powerful is the data points over time. It's not what just worked because over time shows two things. One is it takes into account different conditions. And number two, it shows that a bass is a bass is a bass. And whether you're talking about a bass or its great-grandfather or grandmother or whatever, it's going to act pretty much the same year to year no matter where it is or no matter what the conditions are. At a certain time of year, it's going to want to move up. At a certain time of year, like now, it's going to want to chase bait. And it's going to be around certain things because there's the structure in a lake or cover in a lake it remains pretty much the same year to year. So the data over time is absolutely critical. So when somebody's looking at, well, you know, this is what worked in 93, it's like, well, yeah, it worked in 93, 2001, 2007. You know, chances are pretty darn high it's going to work now. Well, guys, I mean, I think it's easily broken down, you know, not to do a goofy sports analogy, but that's really what it comes down to. I mean, if you look at any professional college football team, let's say, that's talking about facing an upcoming opponent and they're looking at film, they're looking at a lot of film or tendencies 
days over course of time to how to prepare their offense or how to prepare their defense on how that team is going to react. That's the exact same thing that we're talking about. It's not a flip the switch. You do this, guarantee that you're going to win the tournament. And that's why this data is so powerful because you still have the ability to apply your own style, make it your own, and then tailor that into your own strengths, which is something that we talk about all the time. Confidence plays a huge role into having success on the water. Yeah, there's no doubt. And here we are right now. We're in mid-November. There's a ton of people heading down to Florida, Jay. And I'm going to be heading down to Florida here in December to kind of maybe practice a little bit for uh, the Elite Series stuff next year. So what can we expect, you know, when I'm headed down to Florida and a lot of other people in late November and December? What kind of information does Baskell provide us for Florida? Well, the great thing about Florida, first of all, is that almost all of the lakes down there and even rivers are uh, what Baskell classifies as a natural lake river. So that means there's a ton of helpful pattern information. Uh, In other words, if you do a a pattern report for November, let's say, or December for Toho, maybe there isn't enough pattern information for that. But the other water bodies right around there or even in the state as a whole are pretty much, they're all natural lake rivers and will fish pretty much the same. So there's always a lot of good data in Florida. Having said that, according to Bass Gold, that time of year the, and this time of year, the main lake offshore bite accounts for about 45% of winds and high finishes, and the shoreline bite is second at less than half that, about 20%. But the key thing is both account for an equal number of winds. So that means that there are good fish in both locations, but if you want to go where more fish are or more bigger fish in general, it's going to be offshore grass beds probably. And then uh, bait-wise, it's worm slash senko is how we categorize one category of baits. So that's almost a third of the time does well. And then after that, crankbaits and spinnerbaits are tied for second most effective, which, I mean, you guys can break that down how you see it. I see that as very interesting. I mean, you have basically a slow-moving bait, worm or senko, dominating, but behind that are are fast baits, crankbaits and spinnerbaits. So what I'm looking at that is, okay, you know, I need to find some grass, which obviously not going to be hard in Florida, and then uh, basically can have two different types of setups on my deck, and if one's not working, I can confidently switch to the other one and expect something to happen. But, you know, you tell me, Kurt, how do you read that? Well, I tell you, Jay, for, you know, going back to us all being bass fishing knuckleheads, I know a lot of patterns that have done well in Florida in in the wintertime, so it's great to see that Bass Gold verifies the offshore bite. You know, you see a lot of winds coming in offshore in Florida in the wintertime, and, and you don't really start seeing that shoreline stuff start picking up till March and April. So, you know, it validates some of my personal information, but for, you know, the everyday recreational fishermen going down there, they probably wouldn't think a whole lot about fishing Florida offshore because visually, when you launch your boat, you see lily pads and bulrushes and, and uh, reeds and all these other kind of the shoreline cover which will hold fish but it does show that you need to explore that offshore bite as well as the shoreline bite and maybe in most percentage cases the offshore bite is going to be a little bit better so for me when i'm looking at this bass gold data it verifies things that i've seen in the past and just triggers my fishing to follow my instincts in that case and for a lot of people they might not have that information already so to be able to get into bass gold and then you know hopefully go down there and apply that to be successful 
priceless. Well, and Kurt, let me throw this out there, and for your benefit too, Jay. I mean, where I see this whole thing, and I know we're kind of getting down here to the end of the show, but I think it's important to throw this out for Jay's benefit. Jay, I think one of the things that we underestimate with the power of what it is that you're doing, you've kind of done what everybody wants, but nobody's willing to put the time and the effort and the energy into it because it's it's just a massive undertaking. I'm thinking about the guy that's in a float tube or in a kayak or, or walking the shoreline that wants to go and experience firsthand one of these larger bodies of water reservoirs down in Florida or, or what have you. Just think for one second, if you have access to this information and you know that, hey, they can launch their float tube or their kayak or they can walk the shoreline in this area, just think of what you have done for the generations in the future of our sport for getting them engaged, creating success, and really furthering what the sport means to the three of us. That, to me, is worth every penny of it, and quite honestly, I'm very grateful that you've done this. I appreciate it, and all I can say about that is after getting into doing this, it has become crystal clear to me how important this pattern information is from a legacy standpoint. This is what we're leaving our kids and our grandkids and kids we don't know who just want to come up and fish. And I can tell you real quick that the poster child for a black hole of pattern information is California. I mean, they never reported it for whatever reason. And that tournament scene there has been struggling for 30 years. Without pattern information for those lakes, it's hard for, you know, young people or even older people who want to try tournaments or even try bass fishing to have a starting point. That's what Bass Gold will give everybody for every lake. And, uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. Jay, it's certainly just just an honor to have you with us on the show today and reveal to Bass Edge Nation new and interesting platforms available to them that really are going to kind of take, I almost see this like as an honors class, you know, back in school, you know, this is a way that they get to take the advanced class and they're going to walk away better for it. You have any final thoughts uh, before we let you go? Well, I just want to say thanks a lot for having me on. I really appreciate it and appreciate the ability to talk to your listeners. And, uh, you know, my only final thought is really, you know, whatever you see happening in bass fishing, look for what's on the fringe of that, because what's on the fringe of what everybody seems to be wanting to do or is doing is really where the action is. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about some of the stuff I'm doing, but also things other people are doing are really interesting out there. So just keep looking for the next thing and enjoy what you're doing. Well, that's for sure. Well, we're keeping those Bass Edge listeners on that edge by bringing you with us today, and we appreciate you being here, Jay. Bass Edge Radio, we'll be right back. Now you can order Bass Edge Season 3 on DVD. Own the best resource for tips and techniques in bass fishing as host Aaron Martin tackles lakes across the country with the industry's top pro anglers, including Denny Brower, Boyd Duckett, Randy Howell, and Dave Wolak. This two-disc set includes all 13 episodes. That's over 10 hours of Bass Edge, including interviews, bloopers, and highlights, all for just $19.95. Order online at BassEdge.com. And be sure to check out previously released DVDs like Bass Edge Seasons 1 and 2 and Electronics 101. Bass Edge, Season 3, now on DVD at BassEdge.com. Patented in 2000, perfected over years of testing and real-world punishment, the Powerful is the ultimate shallow-water boat positioning tool. Swift, Powerful deploys in seconds from anywhere in your boat. Virtually silent, Powerful won't spook wary fish. Secure in strong currents or gusting winds in up to 8 feet of water. 
engineered to take it with a lifetime unconditional replacement guarantee on the spike. PowerPole, swift, silent, secure. Visit PowerPole.com to find a dealer near you. Hey, everybody. I'm Justin Lucas. I'm Jason Christie. This is SLW Tour Angler Brian Thrift. I'm Kevin Hawk, BASS Pro Pete Ponds. This is Skeet Reese, and you're tuned in to Bass Edge Radio. You know, Kurt, I can probably count on one hand of the number of times that I have made the comment that an interview stands on its own, but I really believe the only thing to take away or to add to that interview is that knowledge is power. That's right, and you can find it at BassGold.com. It's time for O'Reilly Auto Parts, the professional parts people listener question. This question is from Steve Pajaski of New Berlin, Wisconsin. Steve says, I've been listening to your podcast for about a month now, and I've already learned so much. Not only that, but I've been able to apply it to my fishing style, which has resulted in more fish being caught. Keep up the great work. Aaron, it's awesome to hear that great feedback from our listeners, and Steve, we're going to continue continue to pump it out to you because we love providing it to y'all here at Bass Edge. Absolutely music to our ears and here is the question Kurt that Steve would like for you to address. What exactly does the pound test rating online mean? He assumes it means the breaking strength but feels as though the four pound ice braid that he has spooled on his ice jigging pole will hold a lot more than four pounds. Kurt, why don't you shed some light on that? Well, Aaron, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not uh, a technical expert in the line department, but what I do know and what I do understand about line is that, you know, there's a breaking strength, a tool, a mechanism that's used to determine what the breaking strength is. And it's kind of an industry standard in most respects. You know, every diameter of line is a little bit different, you know, from uh, four-pound tests to some other manufacturers four pound test it's not always made exactly the same obviously you've got different properties making different lines but Steve you're exactly right your line in a dead weight format is going to hold a little bit more than its pound test rating because when they apply those ratings what they're doing is they're saying it meets or exceeds this so you know as much as we want to think that all lines are made continuously the same from the beginning of the spool to the end of the spool quite frankly there's a lot of differences and a lot of variations that go through that line. So that pound test rating is based on an overall assumption of the quality of the line. That being said, th- there's also, you know, different aspects that we're using this line. It's, you know, a continuous pull with with strength and there's also, you know, a shock strength. So those things are going to affect your line differently and as we all know, when it's just a slow continuous pull, things are going to hold a little bit better than when it's a shock or a quick reaction to the line. So basically what I think I'm trying to say here and, and provide the information is that you know the breaking strength is going to be exceeded based on what the rating for your line is. So you know utilize that with you know the techniques that you're going to be using and different manufacturers are going to create different diameters and different styles and different types of lines. So be sure you're using the right line for the specific technique and it's going to help your angling moving forward to the next generation. Well I think the key to something that you mentioned is you know different types, different manufacturers In this case, he's using braided line fluorocarbon versus monofilament versus hybrids. You know, I pay a lot of attention to diameter because in a lot of the applications, 
for say let's clear water you know that diameter if we know that it's four pounds or greater that's all I care about but I'm more interested in the diameter so good stuff there and uh, Steve congratulations there it is another installment of our O'Reilly Auto Parts listener question Steve Pajaski from New Berlin Wisconsin be sure to contact us here at Bass Edge and let us know you heard your question on the show to redeem your $100 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card. And a reminder for our listeners to submit your questions for a chance to win the next O'Reilly Auto Parts $100 gift card by emailing them to support at BassEdge.com. Please include your name and hometown with the question. You may also post them on BassEdge Facebook page or tweet them to at BassEdge. When your question's chosen to be answered on the show, you become a winner. Well, great show and obviously being thankful for all of our listeners Listeners want to make sure as we approach Thanksgiving weekend that's coming up in the holiday season. Have a wonderful and safe holiday season, everybody. And just again, thanks to Jay for being on the show. But most importantly, thank you, the listener, for tuning us in right here on Bass Edge Radio. For Kurt Dove, I am Aaron Martin. So long, everybody. You know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything other than the toughest keel protector for your boat? Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our patented technology. KeelGuard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the most dependable, most trusted keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. KeelGuard keel protectors. The Edge is presented by KeelGuard. For more information on Bass Edge or to shop at the Bass Edge online store, visit BassEdge.com. And be sure to join Kurt Dove and Aaron Martin right here on another episode of The Edge. Brought to you in part by Legend Boats, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Lucas Oil Products, Mercury Marine, PowerPole, and Rapaholic.com.